Radio Free Partick edition 13. 13. We are back again, unlucky for some, unlucky for our listener, unlucky perhaps. For everybody. Uh, live as ever from Partick Pumping Station. Station. We are uh, your cultural review program. Uh, we've got podcast, not program. Why, podcast. Why? podcast doesn't matter. Well, program, podcast is the same be, thing. Soon to be, soon to be on yes. TV stations, if channels. This, if, this, if we don't get on BBC Scotland channel with us, yes, honestly. exactly. You why know. not? Uh, we're going to be talking about two live stage comedy shows that we've seen in the last few days. Uh, maybe a film that we saw relatively recently we will also be talking about a mysterious twitter presence mm -hmm. uh st partick's day very mm -hmm. mysterious as we are approaching uh it's probably all been it's been cancelled now more or less around well, the i think world. a lot of the events of st Par patrick's saint day patrick's rather. day not to be confused with saint Partick's Day. Well, to be confused with quite a lot. That's, people do. Yes, and, and that's why I this think this... Twitter campaign has begun, pointing yes. out people's mistake. Uh -huh. um, we will also be perhaps referring to uh, there's not that many world events really at that moment outside Partick. There's no looming apocalypse at all anywhere. Hope um, we hope not, no. But uh, the, the whole, the rest of the world outside Partick, and some people in Partick as well, people do seem to have been panic buying hand carts. And where are they going to in these handcarts? They're going to Helensborough in Indeed, a handcart. Indeed, and possibly back, some people to Hull and back in these handcarts. The contagion, the coronavirus, we will talk about it uh, in as lightly amusing a way as we can possibly manage in the face of well, the global death harvest. All I can think of is pasta and toilet roll must stave it off because... That's what, what people, people are, are going for, yeah. Uh, we might revisit our Stuart Lee Memorial Comedy Deconstruction class that has been a, a huge success. People have loved again. it. Yeah, I'm going to try that again. Uh, it's just an excuse to tell jokes badly, really, well, isn't it? Getting back to front. I don't think we really need an excuse, but, you know. No, we've never needed it. But in connection with that, I've instituted something, perhaps we should have instituted it before, um, it's a, a measure that I think will greatly improve our presentation of jokes okay. because uh, it's the special Radio Free Partick comedy bell, which will be rung to before indicate... Before a joke or after Before, after, not during, <laughs> during. Not during. Well, possibly it might be best if it's during <laughs> some of the jokes we've told. Shall I actually... I'll begin... So, so to indicate that that actually was an attempt It was deliberate. A... It wasn't right, okay. just... Rizzo, it wasn't just laughable. Uh -huh. It was meant to be laughed with and at. It right. was meant to be funny. Because I've got, in fact, I've got, I've been working hard on a Stuart Lee Memorial Comedy Deconstruction Class These topical. Working joke. hard. Working very hard. Uh, this one is about the uh, the contagion, the coronavirus. I've written it down here. I'll try and read it out in a sort of skilled, practiced comedy manner. Okay. Um, because. Uh, I visited my local record store recently. Record store, not perhaps the best, most topical of references. Younger people won't know what a record store is. Anyway, I visited my local record store hoping to buy a compact disc. Again, outmoded reference. A compact disc by the African-American soul music performer with the voice which has been described as a mixture of velvet, lava, molten chocolate and gravel. You might be able to guess who this is, but don't say anything yet. Anyway, this singer, this soul, famous soul singer, uh, 
is furthermore responsible for timeless 70s hits, such as See You When I Get There and You'll Never Find Another Love Like Mine. But when I got to the record store looking for the CDs by this person, panic buyers seeking toilet paper had entirely emptied the section containing Lou Rawls. Lou Rawls, Lou, have you got it yet? I've got it now, I've got it. You've got it, because well, I rang yeah, the bell. you rang the bell, and I went, oh yeah, of course. Lou Rawls. I don't know who you were talking about, I was thinking it was like... Uh, I thought I'd set it up perfectly. To well, no, I, I couldn't think, those two songs, I couldn't think who that was. To subvert the non Luther Van Dross. Oh, Luther Van Toilet Van Roll. Toilet Roll. No. Anyway. The love. We've also got some Partick news. This yeah. is real Partick news. Yeah. Um, it, it's not very pleasant news mm-hmm. at all. It's uh, three people were injured after a stabbing outside a bookmaker's on Dumbarton Road last week. Uh, which I would merely say that you would. Uh, this is proof that you would derive more entertainment from a Partick knife fight than you'd get from a wedding in Edinburgh. Uh, and then a man was <laughs> shot in the back. You had to laugh. No, but I did, you didn't want but, to but, laugh. But, but, was that rumored to be Chinese? No. Dave Gangs? No. Yes, it was. No. Okay, was it, it wasn't. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Should I ring the bell? No, was no, it? no, 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 no. No, it wasn't. Anyway, okay. uh, a man ring was also bell. shot in the back during a targeted attack in Fur Hill Street. And yes, I saw that as photographs well. Photographs uh-huh. show that it is plainly within sight of Fur Hill Stadium, which is the home of uh, Partick, Partick Thistle. Thistle. Football club, football uh, and uh, this bloke being shot in the back in this targeted attack near Firhill makes a great change from witnessing week after week Patrick Thistle accidentally shooting themselves in the foot. In the foot, I thought you were going to say shots going wildly off Wild, target. Off target, or, you know, there's that same as well. sort of thing. Though. There's that as well. Uh-huh. <laughs> Double bubble on that gag. Uh, but anyway, let's get on with the serious uh, comedy business of today, which was. Uh, Steve Martin and Martin Short at the Hydro last week. And it's only about a week ago. Uh, uh, and it seems like several lifetimes ago now. Well, it does, given the so much has happened. And, uh-huh. Yes. Uh, the show, the live show, was the funniest show in town at the moment. And it's a development from their Netflix special, An Evening You Will Forget for the Rest of Your Life. Um, and uh, there well, were meant uh, to be more shows, is that right? Some have been the, cancelled. The, 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 they did Glasgow last Monday, then they did Dublin on the Wednesday, and then there was supposed to be two shows in London and one in Belfast which were cancelled. So basically yeah. they did Glasgow and Dublin and flew away again. Um, one, the Manchester one, that was cancelled That was cancelled beforehand, but I don't really know what that was about. Whether I think that might have been ticket sales, I'm not yeah. sure. But we were there uh, because we are huge... Um, Steve Martin fans, perhaps less so. Less so, Martin Short. Well, we, I'm not. I wasn't as aware. Of we his didn't work know as much about Saturday Night Live and stuff like that. We didn't really. We get. didn't get on a regular I mean, you can, basis. Can catch up now on like yes. YouTube or whatever, you know, things like that. But um, but, but he uh, was a great performer. He was. He they was, were both yes, terrific. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, they made their brand of comedy comedy look effortless. Yeah, uh, just like us. Th- indeed, there's no effort involved in this. Um, and uh, they plainly worked very hard on new jokes that's really working for me because every time you ring it it makes me laugh 
Well, there you go. It's the Pavlov's dog effect. Is that going to work? Please stop salivating as well and standing on your hind legs asking for a dog biscuit. Don't do that. Uh, They plainly worked very hard on new jokes, on topical jokes. They've got coronavirus gags, which perhaps now, uh, in retrospect, aren't quite as funny. Pull the mask away from your face if you're laughing so that we can hear you. Yeah, Yeah. uh, the other one was uh, early on. Did they shake hands with each other or with audience members? Oh, the, the... well, but as, when they come up, when Martin Short come on, they they do embrace and then put the hand, hand sanitizer. Gel, hand sanitizer. But they do that in the in the ah, show as well in the Netflix okay. special. Ah, I, I watched right. the Netflix thing or some of it after because the show last week because I didn't want to spoil what we were going to see live. There was there's meant to be a seventy thirty ratio of new material to old material. So Steve from... Martin said so far, having watched about half of it, I think it's very very familiar. Right, you know a lot. Of, mm, but I would different say jokes, different jokes. there was uh, the stage show. There was a, a laugh. I would say it was gag after gag. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, it was every thirty seconds, every twenty seconds at points. Um, they ribbed one another in an amiable comedy fashion, uh, quite uh, mercilessly. Uh, which some of the people around us seem to think that they were seriously having a go at at, at <laughs> well, each other. It's like that sort of comedy roast thing, which yes. is a bit vicious, which I but don't much like. much gentler and and. Yes. You know, funnier and, and kinder. And no, surely people didn't think that was. Well, there were people going, ooh, ooh yeah. Were in a panto style, perhaps, I don't know. And then, no, I don't know. I think they were quite certain that this was <laughs> evidence of unpleasantness on stage. Yeah. Uh, Steve Martin said, there will be a lull in the 110 minute show. That's when Marty will be on. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Martin Short said, uh, I look at Steve's work and I'm. Whelmed, which Whelmed. I thought was very yes, funny. And then uh, the, the, there's a double gag between the two of them. Uh, appearing here tonight is actually more than a thrill. It's an obligation. <laughs> Steve and I call this show, If We'd Saved, We Wouldn't Be Here. Well, I wonder if I should call some um, cancelling three shows. Uh, it must have four shows, actually. Somebody it's something, a, yes. The Manchester thing as well. It was a great shame that it ended like that. Um, yeah. no, It was, it was, it was a mixture was of proper... Gags and uh, showbiz reminiscence and uh, anecdote and obviously invented anecdote as well. Martin Short's appearance in Steve Martin's house, which was they got together to make Three Amigos, which yeah. I, we may have mentioned this before. I don't think it's a great I don't think it's particularly good. I remember seeing it at the time and wanting to like it better because I loved all Steve Martin's early yes, stuff. so did I. And he wrote it himself. And it does have some good set pieces in it. There's good song and dance and, and stuff like that. Yes. But overall, it's not It's a it's bit not disappointing. Martin Short apparently said to Steve Martin, gazing at his house, how did you get this rich? Because I've seen your work. <laughs> um, and Steve Martin claimed that his first response to Martin Short at, when they met in his house was, could you give this script to Martin Short, having failed to recognise Martin Short? <laughs> Hilarious stuff. Uh, anyway, it was great stuff. Uh, I thought it was terrific. Uh, the Guardian Review said that these audience with style shows, these celebrity vehicles often feel complacent. This one is immediately more mischievous and lighter on its feet. Uh, a variety show weaving together stand-up and conversation, music and song. It's at its best when the two amigos are exchanging affectionate insults. 
uh, there was another one as well. Steve Martin feigning some concern for Short's career. Uh, and apparently Short's career, career had a slump, which Steve Martin said lasted from 1972 until last week. <laughs> it was great stuff. Oh, and then there's Martin, uh, Steve Martin's running gag about uh, the mechanism for audience, audience complaints. That email again, toughshitnorefunds at gmail.com, which he used two or three times. Terrific. Um, they have, are you, do you have any reminiscences from any show? You're going to let me speak? Oh, okay, I will. Just, it's like just keep running Steve, off. I'll, you real. carry on, yeah. Alan. I remember. No, I, what you what you saying? What that review said about them, the best parts of them were when they were together. Because yes, that's a comedy, but also Martin Short's songs and he's messing about with the the guy on the piano. Yes. He's great. He's a yes, really good terrific. physical comedian. He's yes. got those funny little legs. Shall we? Shall we reveal? It's apparently been revealed on the Netflix well, special. It's on that as well. The Scottish, which I thought they'd done especially for Scotland. Yes, but the no. gag wherein where Aaron Martin Short actually impersonates a set of bagpipes. The human bagpipes, uh -huh. and it's very very it funny. A, a big burly guy with a kilt. They're both and kilted, and, and yes, it's and because very, he's got funny. those funny little legs, yes. it just looks like the pipes going up and down and stuff like that. Which looks a lot better on the night where we were from that distance. Oh, then it much did. more comical. It looked than funnier the, th than on the TV then than on because TV. you know you, there's a close up there, so like, it can you know what I mean visually. Yes. Uh, um, I al I also thought that we shouldn't mention it because I felt certain that uh, given you and your wife's. Uh, year-long program of engagements with fancy dress parties <laughs> i felt certain we will re return to you and your fancy dress penchant okay. as we talk about another comedy show that you went to uh, i felt sure that you and your wife would wish to um become uh, you, you, that, you would wish to act. yeah you would wish to become a pair of human bagpipes as it of were. human bagpipes so that's well, just yeah, i'll plant that idea to be thought about you for, can still do it for next um burns night yeah uh, anyway, would you like to share? Well, no, I mean, I, I, it was just very, very funny. You've kind of, you've kind of got everything. I've, that I've got one or two about. more. Got one or two more as well. But if there's any you, you haven't got, uh, well, I realise yeah. that you yourself have had a, you've had a bit of a career slump, which has lasted <laughs> from 1964 to uh, last Tuesday. But uh, other gags. Uh, it said that some of the Guardian review said that some of the hoarier old gags probably predate. Uh, vaudeville even but much of the materials up to date uh, because they told gags about Mel Gibson Leonardo DiCaprio and I think Tom Cruise which I thought was the funniest one we won't say what that one was well that was the um, rules of Hollywood yes, section yeah yes N never sneak up and go in as Paltrow during yes. a cleanse yes that sort yes, of thing yes. yeah uh -huh. who knows what might emerge from that <laughs> uh, but they also did gags about uh, folk in the news Prince Andrew Boris Johnson Donald Trump um, oh, in fact, the opening, their opening double act routine, uh, I'm not sure who was it who said it, we're, we're like Donald Trump and Kim Jong-un without the sexual <laughs> tension. Uh, I've convinced that uh, me and you, we're like Steve Martin and Martin Short without the comedy proficiency. But there you uh, go. That's just but with the sexual tension. With, with the sexual tension. <laughs> ah, there you go. <laughs> Got it. But, but uh, most of the re reviews were uh, four-star reviews, were very, very favourable. There was one half-wit, though, who gave it two stars 
and complained about a lack of viciousness and uh, did you think it was going to the wrestling? Two knows. Who knows? And who? Well, not who. Was we it? won't which, say who which it newspaper was. or which. It's. Publication. I, we don't. I don't want to do them. The. No, I'm no. not even not okay. going to advertise okay. who it was. Fair enough. Because it's someone I kind of know, and I'm disappointed in him. Uh, lack, lack of, of viciousness. viciousness. But going back to Steve Martin in the seventies, Steve Martin was exceptionally satirical and made very very vicious points in a really deceptive secret no what am I trying to say furtive clandestine way yeah. uh-huh. uh, like for instance he confronted back in the 70s uh, he confronted someone who I will refer to solely as a major worldwide fast food burger vending chain and I won't say the name because they're liable to sue us and you can't do gags about them anymore but he did those gags uh, one in which he alleged that their meat products were in fact made from the same somewhat unnatural, unmeaty and unnutritious substance as the packaging that it came in <laughs> and the change that was handed to the person having bought this stuff in the aforementioned uh, fast food burger no outlet. What you're talking about. You must know that gag. Well, I'll tell you, people will be able to work it out what the gag is, but it's a very funny gag. He did that. Plus, uh, 50 years ago now, Steve Martin did a gag that uh, it actually went on to become um, a platform of Donald Trump's racist presidential election manifesto and might be said now to be a Donald Trump political pledge in action because 50, 40 odd years ago, Steve Martin said, very deadpan, I believe no one should be allowed into America who doesn't speak this country's language. <laughs> and there was a pause and he then said, yep, that's a rapper <laughs> And that's what got Donald Trump elected, saying that for real with no punchline. Ending, yes. Uh-huh. Uh, what else can we say? Rolling Stone, their review of Netflix, uh, the Netflix special. Two men who've made their name by trafficking in insincerity. Martin threw a kind of aloof archness and short through exaggerated exuberance, a kind of hyperactivity that he revered to himself on stage. Yet it's impossible to miss their hints of genuine wistfulness, either when they're mocking their awkward high school photos, which was a bit of a highlight. They both did yeah, look like that, complete goons. It worked. Uh-huh. It worked really well. Uh-huh. Uh, or when they're reminiscing about celebrity encounters that shaped them in their early days. And it, on the Netflix special, uh, Martin Short reminisced about running into Frank Sinatra at a Hollywood party uh, but on stage he referred to his teenage encounter in a Toronto backstage dressing room with Catherine Hepburn, Catherine Hepburn and he did a very good Catherine Hepburn in fact he, he did, did quite a few good impersonations very good impersonations uh-huh. and well, then not a, any length but just no, short but for burst, little uh-huh. bit burst funny enough because uh-huh. impressions can, yeah, no, can uh-huh. go uh-huh. on if a you're going to do Tony Bennett do, do it for do it. 10 seconds yeah, and, that's and that's more, more than enough, enough. Uh-huh. Um, and for Steve Martin on the Netflix special I don't know whether you saw this apparently he uh, spoke about an unexpected and surprisingly extensive visit that Elvis Presley paid him in his Las Vegas dressing room yes, he didn't mention that did he on no, stage not, not, not on that one but he did talk about it in the, yeah. what was the one he did well Elvis Elvis is supposed to have somebody to come in to say right that's it wind up you know don't spend too much time with them. Elvis has gone off, but Elvis got involved in showing Steve Martin 
some guns that he had oh, on right. him and ammunition and stuff like oh, that. And, right. And he said, like, after a while, like, I'm, I was standing there with three guns and Elvis Presley had all this ammunition and I'm thinking, where's my guy? Where's my guy uh, to come, to come in come and, and say, drag, me to drag me out of this situation? Oh, uh, but it's also been described by a pal of Martin Short, Catherine O'Hara. Do you know her? Is she a stand-up? I, I don't know, an actress. I feel your name, I couldn't think. It's described as a children's show for adults, which mm-hmm. it kind of was. And it was also it's also been described as vaudeville. Um, and I think Steve Martin... No, Martin Short has said that he'd never quite understood what vaudeville means, except it's a quick succession of different acts which describes our show, I guess, because Steve and I do stuff together, then I do stuff, then Steve does stuff, then he plays the banjo, and uh, we have this brilliant band come on. The band were brilliant. The Steep Canyon Rangers. It was all terrific. Um, And uh, there we go. That's almost summarised the whole show. We've virtually told the The whole whole show. show. Boiled but, but, it down but, to the, 20 minutes. But have a look at the Netflix special. Because it's, it's very, very, it's very well worth seeing. But I, one of the things that Steve Martin said on stage, uh, and I've attempted to find out what the substance of this was, he was reminiscing about his first Scottish appearance, which I think by general agreement uh, is when he was 21, so that would have been in 1970, I think. It did say something like 40 years it. when he was on stage. But well, that, he, that was wrong. Not, it's longer than that. Longer than that. Um, because he came to, uh, he actually came to Scotland in 1995 to the Edinburgh Festival promoting a film that he'd just done called A Simple Twist of Fate. It was at the Edinburgh Film Festival, Edinburgh Fringe. And he spoke then about coming to Scotland when I was 21. I got off the train. The streets were full of people laughing, drinking and puking. And I thought this place was incredible and it's only Thursday. And uh, I assumed that this was something that went on all the time. And then I learned that these people were just there for a rugby game between Scotland and Wales. Uh, But he mentioned that he had his banjo with him. And I think on stage he said something about playing in the street or busking. He, he, He mentioned that weather... But when he was here in 1995 at mm-hmm. this film festival, and it was widely reported uh, by the, uh, the the press covering the Edinburgh Film Festival in 1995, he said that he'd been ended up playing for hours in a little coffee house in the city centre, which one of the right. journalists there at the press conference seemed to think that was in Lothian Road. Uh-huh. So if any of our listener is in I'd Edinburgh, like if they could uh-huh. find out where it was. Um, I've tried to do an internet search came up completely uh, blank no idea there must have been folk clubs i would think you would think it would be a kind of folk coffee house in edinburgh in the early 70s 1971 we think uh, if anyone knows anything they can uh, contact us via the usual channels i.e by writing their name and address on a 10 pound note and sending it into us um so what else are we going to move on to now having extensively extensively covered steve martin and Martin Short. I thought that was longer than the show. It was considerably longer than the show. Is that a, that's a joke, isn't it? And with less lulls. Less lulls. <laughs> and marginally, well, away less laughs. Except I think it's funny every time you do that. It is. Yeah, it's good. I'm glad you're enjoying that. We could, I could just spend 40 minutes ringing that <laughs> bell. ringing the bell and be laughing. So let us move on to... 
David Baddiel. David you Baddiel. Saw that was David a previous Baddiel. evening. That was a previous evening. Oh, was it very much the, yes, Where was that at? At the King's. And was that uh, It was less sold busy. Oh, no, it? it was less busy. It, oh, you right. mentioned it at some point. Something about it not being sold out or whatever, you know. Um, was there a title to the show and a theme to the show? Was, was it not a very good title. Yeah. I didn't think. It was about internet trolls. It was called Trolls, Not the Dolls. Oh, which I think trolls. is quite clumsy. Oh, the, right. The, ah, you know, doll, the, the, the little, little things with the sticky yeah, up. Yeah, uh, uh-huh. yeah. Um, but it was, good. it was good. It was very good. And it was very well crafted and it was well presented. It was all, I mean... You was it think, just him? Yes. And with a screen, with a screen showing, showing tweets? Or? Tweets that he's tweeted, right. answers to them. But, you know, not just like like me and you looking through our phones. Do you know what I mean? It was really quite slick. It all made sense, all tied up. Yes. Because there's some people out there who cling on to celebrities and just... Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, yeah, and expect... And, and insult celebrities and expect uh-huh. that, that to, to well, find that that's engaging. Yeah. Well, he's acknowledging his own behaviour online ah. is not always exemplary, Perfect. you know. Yeah. But he shines a light on the bizarre world of the intellectuals who stalk comedians and celebrities on Twitter... I mean, there's people who want to join in and play along with the joke. Yes. Or more usually, explaining the joke back to them, as if the joke that they've just told... They didn't, they didn't understand. understand it, you know. Or just telling them that what they said wasn't funny. Oh, yeah, yeah. But Do why? you have any examples of this? I hope so. Or on... by use of just the quotation marks around the phrase, so-called comedian. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or simply, comedian. Ah, yes. In inverted commas. That's such a put-down. But, I mean, if people aren't interested in what someone's got to say, why would they comment? Yeah, because if they're so not interested, why would they be interested enough to get in touch and attempt to be funny or satirical or just be angry? And also, That's just, a sure way to prove how not bothered you are by being bothered enough to do that. It's quite bizarre. It really it is. is quite bizarre. Some of the answers he gets is... Uh... <laughs> Is somewhere here on my phone. Somewhere, this is uh, quality podcasting. Uh-huh, this is it. Uh-huh. With a with a visual. Oh well, no, not really a visual element at all. <laughs> as Alan goes through his phone, chuckling to himself, <laughs> looking at pictures. Anyway, look, I mean, have you found it yet? No, I haven't. I've lost it. Oh, and, 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 he's lost it. it That's no news to anyone here. I was, can I go back to the start? Because I was going to say something at the uh-huh. start that I entirely forgot about, which uh-huh. was... Uh, did, Why did you did, do that? Well, maybe, like I've, something? maybe I've forgotten that I didn't forget, which would be a little bit worrying. Did I mention at the start that our one of our listener, one of mm-hmm. our more uh, attentive listener, had uh, got in touch to say that uh, we'd made a mistake in the oh, last... Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, oh, you made a mistake. I made a mistake, yes. Mm. Uh, which I was I'd, I'd got a film... Uh, title wrong. I referred to the end of the world when I, in fact I meant the world's end. The world's end. Very film good like film. Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright and uh, Peg and Frost. So uh, and put that, that right now. I would now correct that because mm-hmm. that listener could we should I refer to that listener as a what's the term a pendant? A pendant. A pendant. A pederast. No, not a pederast. A pedof- no, a pedant. Not a pedant. Pedant. Yes, that was it. And that, very who, important that you get who, that right. Who was that person? It was in fact your it daughter. Was in fact my daughter. 
the sole member of any of our families who ever actually listens to a word that we podcast. That's true. I don't and, think anybody uh, else does. So I'd like, as having now insulted her by calling her a pederat, no, a pen, a pedant. Yes. I would like to retract and thank her for being our no, most, no, one of our most devoted listeners. Yes, and and it's good to thank put you. these things right. For it is. Us, you know. I'm glad to have that opportunity to put that right. What I was have you to look now for, found what you were what looking for? What I was for? looking for was when David Baddiel tweeted a picture of Nicola Sturgeon with some assorted MPs behind, uh, sorry, MSPs, MSPs I, one would think. And Where are they in the, the, the standing in some, it looks as though they're in Westminster, but that can't be right. Maybe it's the MPs. It's uh, Nicola Sturgeon it is standing in front of a lot of... MPs, Matt Ryan, and Ape, SM, Ape, Yes, Ape, Ape, them. And they're, in, they're all up. standing behind her. Not looking particularly happy. Mostly men. Made a little joke. Breaking Lulu unhappy with backing singers. Now, can I wait a minute? <laughs> and it does actually look funny. But well, it is. It is. A bit, it's a fresh but, joke. Yes. Uh, and it's not like all these hundreds and thousands of people who go on about wee Jimmy Cranky every time they see Nicola Sturgeon. Do you know what I mean? Which like, isn't funny. It's been done to uh, death. It wasn't that funny I, I, to start and with. And that whole union. Behaviour, SNP behaviour yes. online is so tedious that people make a joke, and if it's your side, they make you a joke against offended. you. Get offended automatically. Like. And do you have an example of this? Well, like, okay, this is someone's. I'll just name it, might as well. Yeah, you might as well. De- declaration over bros, they call themselves. Yes. <laughs> oh, they're not unionists then. Uh, they're not no. unionists. No, definitely not. Personal opinion. It would be funny if there'd been the slightest resemblance stroke connection between Lulu and Sturgeon, but there isn't. But there But that's of, just like isn't it? Pointless that would be a joke. Is. But that but that's you you're told a joke and that's okay, but it's not good enough or it's just anyway there was loads was of, there, was there, there was a loads was there of someone like, else who was demonstrating how not upset they were by Yeah, Nicola Sturgeon herself who oh. said you definitely do not want to hear me sing. There you, you go. Know, Gang. I mean, what, hang like, on. Oh, Nicola Sturgeon what was there someone else who did who took an elaborate uh, offence at something and then decided to show how elaborately not offended they were by elaborately rebutting the notion that they were offended? Oh, can you find that? No, you can't find that now, can you? <laughs> I don't even know what you're trying to say. One but there the, are these one people, of those tweets. There are these you know. people. There are these people who just. I mean, they just can't leave people alone. You know, like. I used to go to your shows, even fantasy football back in the day. I went to see Frank recently. Wonderful. But you are no longer of any interest to me whatsoever. That's exactly the one That's you were supposed one. to do. That's what I did. You've done it. So there <laughs> we go. It. But uh, David Baddiel, uh, he, I won't be coming back. It, it's been, it's gone. It'll be it's another been, show. Gone. Well, yeah. um, I saw his previous one, which was quite good. My family oh yes with his father yes uh-huh. yes or about his father yes i think he's a david Badil, uh he seems to divide um audiences i i think he's great but people do seem to delight in taking offense at him because mm-hmm. he kind of has he a does, slightly he does make smug face uh-huh. yes as well. it's his face no. that he can't uh-huh. do too much about but i mean we've all made little mistakes on the internet we have that proud of you know i mean taking people on have you perhaps shouldn't have you you got any experience of this back in 2015 oh yes when i was a bit more reckless on the internet and did just kind of joined in my conversations thinking i was being funny oh yeah perhaps i'm not at times and you've not quite got the full backstory to the entire entire yeah to the entire 
What argument. did you say? Who did you offend? Well, Muriel Gray, oh, who no. I saw at the David Baddiel show last week. And did you shout anything at her? Or? No, I wouldn't do it in real life. Oh, oh, right. I wouldn't do it. Oh, right. I wouldn't even do it one online One of those either. kind of keyboard warriors. Know. Yep, we know also what they're like. Also women online. Oh, that's true. It just sounds yeah, like, you know. But, I, I but was, at the time, I, was, I meant it jokingly. Yes. But when I read it back now, I'm slightly it embarrassed. was a bit heavy. Are you going to read it out? Does it make sense? Does it? Well, what she tweeted was, "This is right on the run Muriel up to Gray, the run up to the independence referendum." Yep. Okay. Referendum. Can't remember an election so focused on personal attack on individuals rather than policies. Social media? Question mark. Are we just all morons now? Now I read that, and as a sort of Jerk reaction, knee reaction. I just kind of went knee jerk reaction, knee jerk reaction. Yeah, a jerky it. knee a reaction, jerky knee reaction. Knees I made of went, jerky. Yep, right. you are thinking that was a kind of. Hang on, what did you tweeted? I said, you are, and then she said, "Excellent, thanks for so brilliantly proving my case." Mm-hmm. And I said, "You did." And at the time, I thought that was really funny and very stupid and playground. I, I still think it is. But it's there you go. playground stuff, but it is obviously. There's, I, I wasn't aware of the history of the Muriel Gray so, yes. having that whole blooming argument that was going on with all sorts of other people. Yeah, all sorts of nutters. I, I just, I just as saw well the opportunity. As amiable nutters like when you. she said, "Are we all morons?" To just go, "No, you are," <laughs> you know. Uh, and I saw a reference it later on saying. Someone called me a moron, which I didn't actually call her a moron, but I kind yes, of Yes, you kind of did. In yeah. fairness, she was, and um, I'm not proud of that. So, oh, okay. You know, I've learned my lesson. I'm, Good. I'm, I'm glad yeah, about that. I'm, Good, I'm glad. I'm very pleased. I don't pick out anymore yeah. on, online. Right. Let's move on again okay. to, uh, shall we talk briefly about the film that I alone went to see, which is Days of the Bagnold Summer, which was part of the Glasgow Film Festival. Uh, Nick Cave's son, Earl Cave, is Daniel Bagnold, an alienated, black-clad, goth, metalhead, 15-year-old, ungrateful teenage son. Uh, Monica Dolan's his mum. Uh, she's very lonely, twitchy, insecure. She's Sue Bagnold. They are the eponymous Bagnold people. Uh, it's directed by Simon Bird of In Between Us and Friday Night Dinner. It's out in May. It's very funny. It's got Rob Brydon in a cameo as a as a Sue Bagnold's suitor. Uh, it's played for laughs in that British where, where film. It set? It's set in somewhere in England, southeast right. England, suburban England, and it's a British lightweight comedy played for laughs i can imagine if it was done uh, as an american hollywood indie film it would be a lot more serious and heavyweight and mm-hmm. none the worse for that actually um and the it's just it's very funny and it's very sweet and it's uh you, there's not many mother son um films out there um and it yeah it's a really nice film it's well worth seeing and it's got a an actor in it called elliot speller Gillett, that's his name, um, and he's a bit of a scene stealer because he's a cross between Bill Nye, uh, Neil in The Young Ones, and some character you've never seen in With Nail and I, and he's very, very funny. Shall we now move on to uh-huh. uh, the, we mentioned it at the start, the um, mysterious Twitter figure known as St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day. Day, because we are getting close to St. Patrick's Day. Uh, 
the person who is St. Patrick's Day plainly noticed that all sorts of half-wits were uh, mistyping St. Patrick's Day as St. Patrick's Day, or they were having it auto-spell-checked and not Well, noticing. I guess they were not changing it, not uh, checking Didn't, it on it. Never checked it, and it seems to underline the fact that uh -huh. people loudly blart out all this rubbish on social media without even realising what it is they've said, basically. Perhaps it kind of... It's the, it's the amount of times that people hashtag it. As yeah, well, and as well, yeah. It's quite amusing. But this lack of attention to what you tweet and things, perhaps that's there's a well, lesson there for you and for all Muriel well. Gray, yes. But uh, over the two or three years that St. Patrick's Day, whoever he is, we don't know who he is. Don't know who he is. Whoever he is, he's been doing this stuff. Uh, he's been getting reactions from people. He get, get, gets very huffy reactions yeah, from people, people when the mistake when is pointed mistake, out. Uh -huh. Because people can't believe that they've made a mistake and, oh, what does it matter anyway? That well, the other what thing that I they said was totally back to front and inside <laughs> out. <laughs> the other thing they do, they do as well, conversely, is when people print, uh, sorry, type Patrick Thistle rather than oh, Patrick yes, Thistle, yes, yes. which is very, very, very common, common as well, yes. but I, I've noticed that this time, because there's so, so many less St. Pa Patrick's Day... Because the whole thing um, has been cancelled due to reasons too yeah. dreary and awful uh -huh. to even com contemplate. So there's less there's meetings, less there's less people doing stuff. But St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day is a real a thing. Bit. Uh, the other one. Oh, the other one is. Took, the other one took. No, that St. Patrick's Day it, it doesn't actually take place this year on March 17. But St. Patrick's Day is a real day. It is a real and day. And it's October 23rd. Yes, and it's, it's, and it's quite a lot of people celebrate it now. It has, it has it, taken yes, off. It's marked over the last by, couple of years. Marked by a parade up and mm -hmm. down Glasgow's Byers Road. That's right. Uh, and St. Patrick's Day, why is that again? And it's October the 23rd? Because it's when. The football team. We don't do any football stuff ordinarily, but, but usually. this is a fact. Patrick yes. Thistle FC beat Celtic FC 4-1 in the Scottish League Cup. Thing. Do you remember football? I know. I did try and make a strong effort never to mention, look, think about football yeah. at all because it's yeah. well, it's gone now. It's anyway. gone anyway, which uh -huh. is just as well. Uh -huh. Just as well, if you ask me. So I think that's that's why it's celebrated on that day. October twenty third, St Patrick's Day. Patrick's don't forget, Day. don't yes. confuse it with any other day. And you don't drink Guinness. You don't drink Guinness. You drink Sweetheart Stout. Ah, mm -hmm. oh right. Yeah. And are, are there any other? Is it, do you colour it, dye it red and yellow? Because I believe that the these Patrick thistles, uh -huh. I believe that they play in red and yellow. Uh, is there a? There's know, a lot of that about tomatoes and cheese. Is it red and yellow? It's fair? whatever. It's whatever. Whatever red you and yellow things you can get hold of. You know. Okay. You don't not not like green beer or anything like that, or right. you know the big Guinness hats and stuff like no. that. No, with none of that nonsense. It'd be good if they brought out some of the sweetheart stout hats, though. That would be good. Oh, that would be nice. Yeah. Yes. Maybe maybe suggest that to them. That'd be a good idea to get yeah. in touch with the St. Patrick's Day. Sorry, Arctic the St. Patrick's Day. Oh, it's such an easy mistake to make. <laughs> the St. Patrick's Day authorities. Anyway, we're reaching a conclusion now. We'll end with uh, the latest uh, coronavirus news from Boris Johnson, which is uh, return to your homes and as the living members of the human race, the last living members of the human race, covered in boils, clad in stinking rags, as these people fight to the death over the last stockpiled panic-bought toilet roll amid the smouldering ruins of Western civilization, go to your homes, lie down in your living room and stop living, pass away, 
quietly. And on that cheery <laughs> note, it's <laughs> goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from him.